going to talk to Andrew Noblet. I happen to be watching this program yesterday in Victoria at Bendigo. And every now and then, and during the week, sometimes you see performances and think, gee, that was pretty pretty good. I want to follow this horse into the future. The horse I'm referring to is Easy Done. He's by Dundeal, three-year-old, from a mare called Moose, and she won one race on the Pat Packenham Synthetic, but she's got a pretty handy horse already in uh, Gaza Blanca, who was a Metro winner. Of course, it's won three from 11 by I'm Invincible. So this horse is by Dundeal. Let's pick up the closing stages. I want to ask Andrew Noblet about this horse and a few others as well. Easy Dunn still coming on down the outside. He might be something special. Easy Dunn. He went bang. Easy Dunn straight over the top of the Ichi icon. And he's won in a canter with the ears pricked from last. Easy Dunn. Yeah, and doing easy. a few things wrong as well. I understand that was about uh, a 10 length above the, the standard benchmark time. He couldn't do a direct com- time comparison, but... That's what I'm being told, uh, looking at the website this morning. And uh, Andrew Nobler is joining us. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Steve. How are you going? Good, thank you. And they didn't forget to bet yesterday. Four dollars into two eighty on debut. Easy done. Tell me a bit about him, Andrew. Yeah, he was. He came through the English Easter Sale, and uh, you know, with that breather, they take a bit of time, and uh, we've given him that. And uh, it's good to see him get the job done first up yesterday. Expensive. Uh, he was three hundred and thirty. I think, yeah, 3.30. And what stood out about this horse to you and the people that were involved in him, Seymour Bloodstock? Oh, look, he um, he was a very athletic horse and uh, he uh, lovely style about him, um, you know, beautiful walk and uh, he's um, he's developed nicely in, since then and, uh, you know, we had to geld him. We thought we might be able to keep him a colt, but uh, he went to the jump house one day and uh, just wanted to play up a bit, so... Um, and wasn't concentrating, so uh, gelded him, and uh, he's come around a lot better. Yeah, you did trial him September of last year. Was he a bit shin sore or something? Or just decided to give him more time then? No, he got in the gates and just he was just very culty and uh, wasn't doing himself any favours. So we decided to pull the pin then and, uh, and geld him and give him a bit more time, and, uh, and then put put him back. And he's. Uh, as I said, he's progressed well since then. It was a field of 13 yesterday. Drew out wide about 11, John Allen. Uh, did you think he'd get back that far in the race? He wasn't the best out, was he? No, he wasn't. He was a bit slow out, which he hasn't been. But uh, the intention was to come back a bit. And uh, where that was, uh, just left to John. You know, just wanted to get him covered up and give him the most economical run as we could. Uh, but uh, once John sort of gave him a squeeze and he picked up the bridle, um, I was pretty confident he'd finish the race off well. Um, you know, to win like that was uh, great to see. Yeah, I couldn't access the sectional times. I don't know if you were able to as well, but the fact that he wanted to hang in and still accelerate like that was impressive. Yeah, yeah he just he did that in his trial too. He just wants to get near the other horses, and he's still a bit new and a bit uh, got a bit to learn. But um, when they're doing that and winning like that, I suppose it's a good sign for the future. You got a crossover noseband on him? Yeah, he just plays with a bit of uh, quite. A, you know, gets his hangover quite a bit. So uh, we. Put that on him, and uh, he, you know, he goes on. He um, reacts well to it, and uh, he's worked well with it since. So, what are you thinking with him, Re, and possible next run? Easy done at this stage. Oh, look, look, he only had a quiet morning this morning. It's pretty hot here this morning. We gave him a, a game of walk and a uh, pick of grass, and uh, he's in a roll, and uh, he's nice and bright. He ate up quite well last night. So, um, look, nothing penciled in definitely at this stage. We'll just see how he's in the 
towards the end of the week and see where we go with him. Just with Foxy Frieda, I was looking at her program or her form this morning. I mean, last year you just placed it of affection. She won the gold bracelet at Bendigo. She was beaten narrowly at Morfordville in the Queen of the South, a group two. Uh, behind a horse that was flying at the time, cast. Then you took her to the Lee Stakes on a heavy, she won. Took her to Brisbane, she won in the under the weight for age scale, and then she wasn't disgraced in the Tats Tiara. Are you doing something similar with her this time around? Um, look, she'll eventually go through a sale, um, uh, whether it be um, chairman's or online as a broodmare. So, um, you know, this will be her last racing prep, and how deep we go will depend on how she's racing. I was thrilled with her first up run. She went well and um, she's come through that and sound good. So she'll either go to the Matron uh, at Flemington uh, on the uh, 9th or she might head up to Sydney for the Coolmore on the 16th a week later. What day does that sail at this stage, around what time frame? Oh, I think it's after the Easter, Easter yearling sales and that, so we've got a bit of time yet. So, yeah. uh, um, But, um, you know, she's uh, she uh, talked the owners into to give her another go sort of during last last time and uh, they did that and uh, you know she's probably at that age now where she's um, you know we want to send her to start in good order in good form and um, that's what will happen. All right of course you can delay it if you want the Magic Minions at Broodmare sales a bit later. Um... Yep yep that's always an option too. <laughs> yeah of course she was a sectional star the other day and the format of the race at Flemington's pretty good Re- revolutionary miss coming out and winning again. Yeah exactly and uh, you know she, do- she does go well there so we keep that in the back of our mind and uh, yeah, and then that you know sixteen hundred and uh, at there it looks a nice option for her. But there's also the temptation of you know giving another go to Group One under under handicap conditions. Yeah, by Fox, wedge over a million dollars, one point three million over that in the bank. Foxy Frieda, we had Tony at um, Otterbray on the show yesterday about Pride of Jenny. You've got uh, Jenny uh, Jennifer Moose, a mare, and first go at two thousand. She was quite good at Mooney Valley. Is she going to go around soon? Yeah, she'll go around Friday night. We've accepted there in the Phillies and Mares benchmark 72,040, so same um, same distance, and uh, she's come through that nice win the other night. Um, she got back and uh, had to do it all herself, and uh, nothing sort of helped her out and took her into the race, and uh, I thought she was quite good through the line, so uh, she'll head back there Friday night. Yeah, she ran the quickest last 636.43, so will she just creep up in the weights a bit now, or is that, uh, what rating is that race? That was a 64 she won, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. So uh, she go up to a 70 now and against her own sex. All right. And anything else there you've got in this week that can run well, Andrew? Um, no, I'm pretty quiet. Um, quiet for now. I've got runners at our rat, um, one at our rat tomorrow, and that's about it for the it for the week. And, uh, and on to next week. So that if you go around this week. All right. Ararat is Miss Italiana, Fastnet Rock. Yeah. Can she run well? Yeah. Yeah, she, like, she's going okay. Um, just depends on what happens with this weather here, here today. It's... Um, it's um, very high, high alerts with fires, etc. So um, we're just waiting to see what happens with that um, that meeting. Just back to Easy Done yesterday. As I said, four dollars into two eighty. Did you just think it was a matter if he has lucky or win like that yesterday? Yeah, I thought um, as you touched on before, he's uh, you know he's a bit wayward, and that might just cost him in the end. If anything, um, the ability, obviously, the ability is there. Um, very confident there. It's just a matter if he got it right on the day and he. Uh, Still did a bit wrong, and uh, but um, still managed to win, which is very encouraging. Uh, indeed, I bet you're excited about his future. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. No worries, Steve. Anytime. So it sounds like Foxy Frieda has uh, have a few more runs, and maybe oh, well, she's going to be sold. But um, what a genuine mare for so long by Fox Wedge's Z family portrait, the mum, and 31 starts for 10 wins.
seven seconds and a third. And I mentioned over 1.3 million in staked money, but she was, yes, she was the fastest. 600, 400, 200 home the other day, 34 flat, 22.82, I'm running fourth, the revolutionary miss in the Tressidy uh, Group 3 there. Now, that's uh, Foxy Frieda. But, yeah, just look out for this horse wherever Andrew decides to run him again. Um, easy done because, as I said, he, he was last. He, he wanted to hang in. Um, but he's just his acceleration, as you heard from Rick McIntosh, he is pricked on the line. Yeah, when those sectionals come out, I'll let you know. They might be out later today, I would think. Uh, I think they have them at Bendigo, and then I can I can pass those on to you. But as I said, uh, they're saying that it was well above the standard benchmark time for that trip, about 10. And um, I went and looked at the track record. It was set ages ago. Um, what was it? Uh, Bangalore Bray, 121.86, a long time ago. And uh, this horse yesterday, 123.08. Uh, 